0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. So, how's it going? We looked at the end of Matthew, that 14th chapter right there. Are you going before the Lord? Are you prepared to be used as his vessel? Remember what happened. Jesus appeared to them, appeared on the shore right there. The people recognized who he was. They sent throughout the land. This is the people doing this. They brought the ill to him, and they said, Hey, can we just touch your cloak? (coughs) If we just touch your very garment, we will be healed and cured. And they did, and they were. That's exciting, is it not? I mean, it really, really is. But let me tell you what. There's going to be things that get in the way of that. Okay, there's going to be things that get in the way of that, and we see it right now in Matthew, the 15th chapter, the very next verse, beginning with verse 1 of what we've just seen. Here's what it says. Then, okay, notice the word then. Okay, then. Okay, then, then what? Then some Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, Now, it doesn't mean that this occurred uh, chronologically immediately after what happened right there. Uh, In the book of Luke, yeah, the book of Luke you'll see things because he says, hey, I'm writing this down in a chronological order right here to where you see what's going on. But uh, the other Gospels don't do that. So a lot of times they'll just say, oh yeah, by the way, Jesus did this right here, then Jesus did this over here, and Jesus did this over. So that then does not necessitate that it be a chronological sequencing right here. It's just giving us an account of what happened. So Some Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus, and they were from Jerusalem. Okay, these are some big muckety-mucks right here. Verse 2 says this. Here's what they said. Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. Mark's actually got an account of this, which is uh, sort of entertaining. Uh, So what's, what's the deal here? We have an account of Matthew right here, this phenomenal thing that's going on where people believe and they're being healed. Well, then you immediately have an account of how the Pharisees and the scribes, they travel. They come to Jesus. And they come to him, and guess what they're upset about? Hey, your disciples, they're breaking the tradition of the elders. Mm -hmm. That is going to be a major thing that comes against the move of God among his body the tradition of the elders, the traditions of men. Paul draws a distinction because Paul actually says, he says, hey, follow the traditions that I've given you. Okay? Traditions is not wrong, not bad. Traditions are great. (laughs) We all love tradition, right? But the traditions of man, the traditions of the elders, when man comes along, and starts communicating things in such a way that it's like, thus saith the Lord, and it's really not thus saith the Lord, it's thus saith me, it's thus saith me. Well, then you've got a problem. What was the problem here? They're saying, hey, your disciples are breaking the tradition of the elders. They don't wash their hands when they eat bread. Okay, in other words, they're not going about the ritual that we have established then make sure that you're ritualistically pure before you sit down and eat. They weren't worried about the, the bacteria type of thing, okay? They were worried about how they were being viewed and how they were being looked upon. And are you following the procedure and the order that the traditions of the elders had determined to be the proper way to be determined to be cleansed and cleaned? They weren't doing it. So what do you think Jesus did with this? Well, we don't have to think. We're told. (laughs) Verse 3, Jesus answered and said to them, Why do you yourselves transgress the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? (laughs) Oh, Jesus did not back off anything. Now, hear this. I know sometimes it's harder uh, to hear it, to catch the distinction, but watch this. The disciples' question was, Why do your disciples break the traditions of the elders? Jesus' immediate response was to ask them a question and put a turn on it. Why do you yourselves transgress the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? So the Pharisees and scribes are asking him, Why are your disciples breaking our rules? Jesus comes back and says, Why are you transgressing the commandment of God? And not only why are you transgressing the commandment of God, but why are you transgressing the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? This is a biggie, biggie, biggie here, folks. I mean, this gives so much insight into things because today, particularly within the Western church, there are so many things that are traditions of men that we actually transgress the commandment of God for the sake of these traditions. I'm going to resist the temptation to get into detail over this. I can name several right now. And I don't want to be offensive, okay? Because you can look at any particular denomination, any particular church, and see these type of things, okay? And what we do is we transgress the commandment of God the instruction of God, the leading of the Lord through His Word, we transgress those things for the sake of our tradition. In other words, we want to do it this way, even though God has told us to do it another way. And you see this manifested in so many various forms. Uh, big thing in the body of Christ today is uh, where people are trying to determine what God wants them to do. Seek the Lord. We've got to do this. That's wonderful. We need to do this. But let me tell you, folks, he has told us what to do. How many times am I going to say this? Probably till the Lord returns. <laughs> okay. He has told us in his word what we are to be doing. And once we do what the Lord says, He he's the one that brought the great synopsis. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. Okay, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Think about that. Seek that first, and then all these other things will be added to you. If you're not doing that, and then you're trying to add all these other things and trying to do all these other things and trying to do things in the name of the Lord, you're just going to be spinning your wheel and fooling yourselves, you really, really are. But guess what? Jesus didn't stop there. So, and as a matter of fact, this is not so much a lengthy account. Obviously, it's going to take us a couple episodes <laughs> because I want I want you to see that Jesus gave an example. So, what did Jesus do? He came back with a question. Here's the question: Why do you yourselves transgress the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? Verse four, For... So Jesus is going to tell them what he's talking about. Listen to this. For God said, honor your father and your mother, and he who speaks evil of father or mother is to be put to death. So Jesus is using a couple of examples. Honor your father and mother. You see that in Exodus twenty twelve. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be prolonged in the land that the Lord has given you. Okay. He also says something about that in Deuteronomy five, uh, verse sixteen. Honor your father and mother as the Lord your God has commanded you, commanded you that your days may be prolonged and that it may go well with you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. So he says, this is one. Here's another one. He who speaks evil, Exodus 21. He who curses his father, his mother, shall surely be put to death. Well, that's pretty forthright. And Leviticus 20. If there's anyone who curses his father, his mother, he shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father, his mother. His blood guiltiness is up on him. So Jesus comes back and says what? You've transgressed the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition. And then he quotes these two passages from the Old Testament. Where is he going with this? Well, we'll have to wait until the next time to see, okay? (laughs) Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time and your patience. I'll see you in the next episode.